God bless you in Jesus' name. It is certainly my pleasure once again to be before you, um, worshiping the Lord in spirit and truth, giving God the glory whenever we get the chance, magnifying him and letting you know and letting the world know that Jesus Christ is still Lord to the glory of God the Father. He's not going to give up his position, church. No, he's not going to give up his position as being God. He's not going to give up his position as being Lord. He's not going to give up his spot as being Jehovah Jireh and Jehovah Nisi. Nope, he's not going to change um, course. He's not going to change his mind. Right now, in the name of Jesus Christ, we just thank God for him just being simply that today. Just God. He has been doing miraculous things, working miracles, blessing us in spirit. And in truth, God bless you today. Well, if you're with me on the uh, YouTube channel, you, you see before you a book here. Um, it may be a little controversial. The cover. Yeah, that's why you can't judge a book by its cover. <laughs> but it may be a little bit controversial. It's those who are looking and say, hey, man, what, what is that he got out here? Because well, the last time I was with you, I was reading a book that I wrote. Um, uh, Stop Cheating on the Truth by Sleeping with the Facts. This book right here is actually the very first book that God ever put up on my heart to write. My firstborn, pretty much to say, is it's called the Sexual Demon in the Church. Rabo Doko. Um, some of you may know it as Secret Sins. When it first came out, it was called Secret Sins, but and we put up on our heart to change the title of that. And we called it the sexual demon in the church. That's right. That's right. When the enemy comes to distract you, when the enemy comes in like a flood, when the enemy comes in to try to get you to do some things uh, that you would not normally do, or the enemy tries to get you to distract you from some things, one of the things he does is he uses perversion sexual immorality to do that glory to god so we came uh and god put up on our heart to write this this book here and what it is it is instruction manual for those of you who are struggling with sexual addiction those of you who are maybe pastors maybe ministers maybe elders uh maybe choir members maybe deacons um those of you in the name of jesus just me now you may not even be in church you may just be somebody's husband somebody's wife and you're just struggling with sexual addiction, um, and, and, and if I'm saying that you're somebody's husband, and if I'm saying you're somebody's wife, that means that you're struggling with having sex with somebody other than your husband or wife. Um, some of you may be struggling with pornographies that you've been, some of you may have been uh, molested and raped as a child. Some of you right now in the name of Jesus may be going through all kind of different things um, mentally, physically, in your body, in your mind. And you just, um, you know, you, and nobody knows about this, but you and the Lord. Some of you right now in the name of Jesus have, you know, you have positions. You have uh, titles. You have a rebel. This is not, word is not just for the plumber or the bag lady. This word of the Lord is not just for this man or that man or that woman. Or, it's actually, you'll be surprised. The CEO may be going through this. The actor Maybe going through this. Um, glory to God. Uh, like I said, people who, who got great titles, the, the bishop, the archbishop, glory to God, maybe going to the priest, 
uh, maybe going through this. Who knows? But we doing this that when we when we put this out here, this sexual deepening in church, this is real, baby. This is something that in the name of Jesus you can use. Glory to God as a tool, an instruction manual to and in the bush. To bless your spirit. In this book, and I don't know, man, this book is, is it makes me very vulnerable though, because now I have to put my story and some of my stuff out there. Um, that's why I'm gonna read an introduction of the book just today. We're just gonna read the introduction. That's what we're gonna be at for the next maybe the next six episodes. You know what I mean? I'm not sure, certain how um glory to God. How many glory to both shaha I'm just so excited by what God is doing that we can't stop speaking in unknown tongues. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. If you want the gift of the Holy Ghost, we only got five chapters. Yes. Five chapters for the next five for the next five, six episodes of on the YouTube and on the podcast. We're gonna be in the book called Dealing uh the, the, listen, the sexual demon in the church. Hallelujah. Because what the enemy does is he wanna bring sexual immorality into our lives to distract us. Some of you right now, you probably have been graduate you would have been graduated from college by now if you weren't distracted by sex. You probably would have had a, a ran a business by now if you weren't distracted by sex. Some of you right now probably would have got the Holy Spirit. Some of you right now probably been preaching and teaching. Some of you right now would have wouldn't have stopped preaching and teaching. I'm a living witness on that. Uh, if you had not wouldn't have not been distracted by sexual immorality. So we, let me read this introduction and then we just going to pray and then we, for this today. My it says um, introduction of this the sexual demon defeating the sexual demon in the church. It says, my name is Henry Lee. Some call me Tim. Not a famous or a household name. Just a common name. I was born in a small town in Louisville, Arkansas. Located in the southern part of Arkansas. Around the Texas border. It is a small town. There are no movie theaters, bowling alleys. Um, listen, the Dairy Queens. Just a simple town. Something that you have in the big cities, you know, that what you guys got, you know, we don't have that there. In Louisville, there's no, there's no, um, uh, like I said, bowling alleys. Um, there's no, in the name of Jesus, all the luxuries that you guys have here, you know, down there, we don't have it. So, and then, you know, the lights, when they get the street lights up here, you now when it gets dark, the street lights will come on and you can kind of, you know, see. But down in Louisville, there's no such thing as the street lights. So when it would get dark, you know, it'll get pitch dark. The city's whole population, maybe be maybe today, I say today, this this city probably has about 500, maybe 400, 300 people in there. The time I was there, it may have about 1,000, you know. Um, my cousin and I used to play basketball, football, run around my grandmother's front yard. My grandma had a whole lot of chickens and hogs and a couple of dogs. The neighbors um, down the street had goats and often they would get loose. That's when my cousin and I would throw rocks at them. The summers were hot. I mean real hot. Snakes would appear every now and then. If you wanted to live, you would try to avoid them. Louisville, Arkansas is a small town, but it was home. And sometimes your worst experiences happen at home. At the age of five, I had my first sexual experience and my first sexual dream. 
Now that I have, have your attention, let me tell you a bit about myself. I think it is important when you read any book to know the author, especially when he's writing a book like this. You want to know where they came from, a little about their background. Because, and the reason why I say that is because this, there's a difference between someone telling you something. There's a difference between someone telling you this will work and, and try this. But it's, a, it's way different when that person says to you, well, try this because I know it works. Try Jesus because I know he works. Try the Lord because I know his word is real. Try, you know, because when you're not having, having an experience yourself, you know, if you want a whole lot of money, why would you talk to somebody that's broke? But if you want a whole lot of money, why not? You, you probably want to talk to Les Brown or uh, uh, Bill Gates or Jeff Bezos. Or, you know, you might, you might want to talk to somebody like that, right? So you want to talk to somebody, bro? So because they, they got experience in that area. Well, the stuff I'm getting ready to share with you is not something I uh, heard in the corner. It's not something that I seen somewhere else. No, I actually have experience with this thing, and that's why God has anointed me to cast out demonic spirits and uh, of people who are struggling with sexual perversion. I call Baba do kola but in order to do me to do that, for you, I just got to be vulnerable for you. And tell you, well, wherever you're at, I've been there. <laughs> wherever you're at, I wrestle with it, struggle with it. But God has anointed me to cast demonic spirits of such perversion out of anyone. Rabbi, who wants that? Indigible Shaha. Rabbi, do who I feel the power of God right now. I think it's important. I said, I said, I think it's important that you, when you read a book, now this is just an introduction. This is not me getting to what I'm really going to um, start instructing you because like I said this right here is going to be like an instruction manual on how to deal with um, sexual perversions it's an instruction manual on how to avoid late night phone calls because I know you guys now have so much temptation out there and, and, and guess what I say the Holy Ghost is no respect of the persons I say the Holy Ghost will, will fall on anyone right but also demonic forces are no respect of the persons they come to tempt and to tear up any household, any home, any marriage, any business. Rabbi Shukur Rabbi, any ministry. He's coming for any man of God. He don't care and who else will let him in. So, glory to God. Watch what it says here. As my grandma used to take my cousins and me to church when we were younger. My grandmother is a powerful woman of God, strong and full of faith. I used to sit next to my grandmother during church and when I would fall asleep, she would pinch me so hard it would wake me up. <laughs> it's funny how you can remember certain things from your childhood, like your first girlfriend, first kiss, first love. A child's mind remembers things that an adult may not. Children will bring up things to your, their parents that you have said and you didn't even know they were listening. <laughs> I got a divorce when my daughter was four years old. When she was six, I remember talking to her and she began to tell me about all the women I had dated since then. It's amazing to me that she remembered that. Now, that wasn't that many, but it, wasn't, it was still awesome. After that day, I figured out I better be careful what I say or do around my daughter or who I allow to come in her life. Kids remember things that they take with them into their adult life. This brings me back to my first sexual experience, my first sexual dream that I had at the age of five. My grandmother had a nice three-bedroom house. One day I was in the back room of the house and I came across a Playboy magazine. 
Those images stuck with me as I began to turn the pages. After that day, I went to school and I began to look at my female classmates differently. That was in the 80s. Can you imagine what our kids are exposed to in today's age and time? Playboy magazines are later turned into porn movies. These things were supposed to be hidden from children at such a young age were just sitting in plain sight. My mind, now at the young age, is formed to think that it, what sexual relationships are all about. I later moved from Louisville, Arkansas to Pontiac, Michigan to stay with my mother. Pontiac is more than 2,000 miles away from my hometown of Louisville, Arkansas. And even though you leave a place physically, mentally you can still be there. Those images in those Playboy magazines and pornos follow me to Pontiac, Michigan. Michigan was different from Arkansas, like night and day. And when I got to Michigan, to my surprise, it was huge. Buildings were everywhere, so many people. This was something I wasn't used to coming from a small town in Arkansas. The city of Pontiac seemed like a different world than where I came from. But one thing was the same, and that is the spirit of lust was there. Lust followed me from Louisville to Pontiac. <laughs> and my mother's house, just like my grandmother's house. I came across porno movies. The difference between a small city and large city is that there's more spirits to deal with. That's what I believe, but perhaps not. Satan took over the whole block. A boy who lived down the street was only not, not only watching porn, but was having sex at a very young age. Later, in my teenage years, I began to become a slave to those acts and these acts as well. That started a daily fight between this until this day. In this book, I want to show you how to enemy uses sex to destroy your destiny, ministry, joy, marriage, even mine. There is critical information here in this book that can help you defeat the sexual demon that is in the church. And a lot of times, like I said, it didn't the, the sexual demon, it didn't start in church, no. <laughs> but because sometimes you think, well, if you're in church, nobody in the church is struggling. The devil is a lie. Some of the most addicted and secretive people are in church. Um, hiding behind makeup, hiding behind a shout, hiding behind long dresses, hiding behind suits, hiding behind ties, hiding behind marriages, hiding behind titles and hiding behind good jobs and good careers, struggling sexually, struggling demonically, um, going through a lot of things. And so, and the problem is, if you can't be honest in a place, you can't be delivered in a place. And people think, well, if I can't be honest somewhere, I can't tell anybody what I'm going through. Because if I do, somebody will talk about me. Somebody will speak against me. Somebody will tell on me. Somebody will post Facebook on me. Somebody going to preach about me. Somebody. And actually, church is a place where you're supposed to be able to go in and be honest and be delivered. Isn't it funny how you can go to the AA meeting or, or the Sex Anonymous meeting or the um, the um, drug um, uh, meeting uh, where uh, people are addicted and they tell their life stories and, and bet their souls before the place and have sponsors. And, if, hey, if you hear my card, if you're going through and you feel like you're in a relapse, just give me a call and I can talk you out of this thing. Why isn't that in the church? Are we, do we feel like in the church that we're not supposed to go through anything? Do we feel like in the church that people are not struggling with different things? We didn't feel like in church because somebody's speaking in tongues and shouting and running out. It ain't, it ain't, you know, they ain't got something going on. Or we feel like, you know, we just, we're not, we just don't supposed to talk about it. And that's why people are so secretive. And that's why people, in the name of Jesus, don't fulfill their full potential. Because they destroy. They are consumed. They are going through all these things from sexual perversion. So in the book, and when I begin to read to you, 
and begin to share with you some things that I myself have been through and some I myself have been through some of the things in the name of Jesus. Um, friends of mine have been through some of the stuff in the name of Jesus that uh, people that I know that may have passed on have been through. And what we do is we tell our story of the battles and struggles we had with this thing and how the enemy tries to come in like a flood. But at the end of the day, I do believe that what the devil meant for evil, God's going to turn around for your good. I've been anointed not just to shout and to dance, not just to speak in tongues, not just to preach and to teach, but I've been anointed that if you're struggling with sexual perversion, I pray right now you be delivered and set free from that demonic force. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. If it's a word, then I must have did it. If it's not, then I wasn't with it. Stay committed.